company is called, again, Better Software, really software to help you run your franchise more effectively. Steve has been in the business for decades, built the software for himself to start. Now 4,000 locations using him, paying 100 bucks a month, north of 400 grand per month in revenue, up about 50% year over year from 300 grand a month just about a year ago when he bought the company back. 1.2 million raised. And in terms of churn and economics, 3.2% monthly churn expansion on the bigger cohorts, about 20% year over year. CAC uh, spending about 300 bucks to get a new location. So three-month payback period as they look to scale. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Steve Cody. He's a serial entrepreneur. He lives and breathes franchising. He started several local and national successful businesses in the technology, rental, service, e-commerce, and retail markets, which have generated hundreds of millions in sales. He identifies the creation of BPro, which is, uh, again, better software, as the main contributing factor to his success in franchising his businesses. Steve, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right. When I hear franchises <laughs> and I hear process, I think engineering. You have an engineering background? No, no. Actually, uh, left school in uh, in grade ten. Uh, was very dyslexic. My grandfather had saved twelve hundred dollars, so I used that money and I bought a, a ladder, a squeegee, and a bucket, and started a window cleaning company. Interesting. And uh, how'd yeah. that do? Oh, really well. So it's still around today. Uh, it's been through two different owners. We ended up uh, being the largest in our city. Uh, moved from that, got into swing stage rentals, and we opened up a scaffolding rental company. Uh, then we became a JLG dealer, uh, lift company, uh, sold that to Hertz. Uh, what year was that? Uh, that had been 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It had been a while ago. So that's kind of when the, kind of when all the different rental companies started, uh, merging, uh, we sold our lift company and our Bobcat dealership to Hertz, took a year off, uh, got into the party rental business. Whoa, My mom was getting sorry, married. Steve, what was the sale price on that? Uh, I'm many, many millions. I okay. mean, it was, it was, it was good. Was it, did you actually yeah. own physical assets or, or did you, it was just, you're oh, yeah. selling them software? No, 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 no. So this is before I started the software. So okay. this is myself as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I was, I was, I sold it on my 30th birthday and we had 6 million in debt at that time. So it was all when, you know, you're buying big lifts, boom, scissor lifts, bobcats, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, and that, so it took a year off. Got did you, party, Steve, I want to get in your head at, when you were 30 here, cause a lot of our listeners are in that age range, six, six million in debt. You sold it for many, did you sell it for more than the debt? Did you pull at least a million? Oh, out yeah, of that no, no, yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. My goal was to become a millionaire by the time I was 30. Did you from that deal? And, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So post tax, literally on my birthday. So post tax, Steve. <laughs> Sorry. Even after you pay thirty percent tax on the on the on the income there. Oh yeah. No, no. It was it was a very good deal. All yeah. right. Very good. Okay. Yeah. So you take a year off. Then what? Uh, my mom was getting married. Wanted to rent tables and chairs. Uh, did that. Didn't like the experience. So I said I'll get into the party rental business. And uh, so renting tables, chairs, dishes, and that was. Uh, so we started that night. while well, we're celebrating our twentieth year in that business, actually, and. Uh, driving to Florida with our kids. So we live in Ottawa. So it's about a 30 hour drive. And I'd picked up this audio thing called, uh, audio, um, CDs that we could listen to E-Myth revisited. Yep. So I don't know if you've ever heard Gerber. of it. Yeah. And uh, listen to that all the way there, all the way back. I think all my kids have still memorized it. And, uh, that was my aha moment where I needed to create a better system to run my business. And that's really, that's when I started building the software. Uh, that ran our businesses. And then uh, we did that for several years, decided to franchise the business, um, looked around for software. And the software we had created was always our competitive advantage. And when we started looking for something in franchising, we couldn't find anything. So we said, well, let's just 
modify ours so that we can start franchising with it. And, uh, but, but and sorry, define, define yours though. It was a piece of, it was a process. It was a system. It was software. So you would log software. in. Yeah. Yeah. At this point it, it was pure software. We called it uh, the CEO at that time. Um, so it would, you know, somebody would log in, all your quotes would be there. Like it, it drove the whole process for the entire business. It would remind you to follow up on quotes, you know, remind you to cash out at the end of the day. You could set availabilities for trucks, for drivers. Uh, so literally did everything you needed. So Steve, just to be clear, the piece of software you're running today, the better software company, these are essentially software tools that you've built for yourself. And now you've productized so that other franchise owners can use them to more effectively run their franchising operations. Exactly. Yeah. I see. Interesting. All right. Let's let's spend the rest of the time on 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 this idea. Uh, and it's helpful to understand the backstory of how you got into this. So thanks for that. Um, the better software company. Any specific kinds of franchises in particular? Gyms, painters, etc. Or no, really anybody. It, really in the services business. So if you're doing restaurant, if you're pure retail, that's not our space. But if you're serving people, uh, home services, window washing, carpet cleaning. Uh, classroom, gym, any type of thing like that, that's where we can help you. So if you're scheduling. And those are also, the, the, just to be clear, those are also your customers. Those are who pay you directly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. On average, yeah. I'm sure there's a ton of different cohorts here, but on average, what are these franchise owners paying you per month to access your software? Uh, so the price will range between 100 per location to 250 per location. And what we've done is we allow a person to have unlimited users. Uh, maybe not a great business choice. Uh, a lot of people charge by user, but our belief is we have a core belief in wanting to make that business become more successful. And we believe that our software and our process will help them become more successful. And if we start charging by user, people kind of play the user game. Some people are using the system, some people are not. So we said, you know what, ultimately we want to, we want success is what we want for the business owner. So when somebody, uh, uses our software, they can, they can sign up as many people as they want to use it. Cause we want everybody using it. And you know, when, I mean, sorry, that makes sense. When did you officially productize this? What was year one for this company in terms of business launching? Yeah, so I'll just go back a little bit. 2013, we had we had developed three franchise systems at that time. Our son passed away June 2013. We had to sell those companies. I was in bed for about nine months. Uh, at the end of that, all I had was the software that I had Sorry, created. Sorry, Steve, were you in bed just because of the loss? It was just traumatic? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, so anyways, that's... Uh, so at the end of that, uh, all I had was the software uh, so August 2014 is when I uh, incorporated the Better Software Company. That's when we decided, okay, well, let's take this software and turn it into a business. Uh, and then we started actually rebuilding it January of 2015. Okay. And how, how many locations have you scaled to today? Uh, we've got about 4,000 on there right now. Okay, great. Across how many individual franchise kind of owners or operators? Uh, we, I mean, we don't give out... Those are... Uh, I would say probably around individual, I'd say around 400 in around there. Oh, wow. Small so, and large. So just to be clear, so, the, the reason I asked that question, if someone signs up with you on average, they're running about 10 locations. Yeah. Right now our average is actually a little higher than that, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four, yeah 400 customers, 10 locations gives you exactly. 4,000 locations. Um, yeah. Okay. That's great. Now, can I multiply the 4,000 locations times your minimum hundred dollar a month price point? You're doing about you know north of 400 grand a month right now in revenue. 
Yeah, we. I mean, we get, we don't give out revenue numbers, but yeah, I mean, we're we're doing fairly well. Yeah, well, and, and I don't want to I don't want to make up numbers. I'm only using numbers you gave me. You said 100 per yeah, location yeah. and yeah. 4,000. Yeah. So I'm just assuming you're yeah. north of that. Yeah. Okay. What does growth look like? So where were you if you're north of that today? Where were you about a year ago? So what happened with our company is when we started. Uh, so we started January 2015. We raised about 9.8 million through VCs. Uh, I didn't really like that process. Uh, they were more really focused on hyper growth and valuations. Uh, so I ended up actually leaving the company last June and myself and my partner, a gentleman named Bruce Linton, uh, we bought it back this January. So little transition. And so we bought it back really wanting to, and we used to serve small business owners. When we bought it back, we said, we're just going to service the franchise industry and that's all we do. So, Steve, how uh, did you know this is, I have to break this down because there's a lot of entrepreneurs that I think would love to do this same kind of thing. When you <laughs> bought it, when you bought it back, did the investors get their 9.8 million out or did they have to take a loss? Yeah, they, yeah, they took a loss. Okay. So, uh, yeah. How yeah, did I mean, you, uh, how did you get them to agree to take that? Did you really have to leave the company to create leverage? They couldn't replace you. And then you said, Hey, listen, you're not growing the thing. Let me buy it back. Yeah. We had somebody on the team at the time that I didn't, it, again, they weren't bad people. I think they're just, the business model drives them differently than what I'm used to. Um, and I'm used to, if we can make our customers, well, number one, you start with making your staff successful and then treat your customers really well and then good things will happen. There was one person on our team that I thought should leave the team that was in a leadership position. The VCs wouldn't uh, let me get rid of them. Well, did the VCs uh, put him or her there? Yeah, so they, yeah, yeah and, and they promoted that person to CEO after I left. I see. Uh, that person was CEO for about four months and uh, figured out it wasn't for him. Uh, so the, the company basically became available. Uh, my partner, Bruce Linton, I don't know if you've heard of a company called Canopy. So they trade on the New York Stock Exchange. He was on Kramer's show last night, uh, Bruce. So anyway, so him and I, uh, we, uh, we ended up buying it back. And, and that was a year ago. Days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. So again, you're north of 400 today. When you bought it back, about what were you doing or what was the company doing when you bought it back? Uh, we've grown sales 55% since we took it back. Our focus has not been on sales. Um, our focus was really on on just working on the product and uh, building up the product. Steve, so, just to be clear though, when you say you grew sales 50% or 55%, that, that's, I mean, that means you grew, you doubled revenue. Okay, yeah. got it. So yeah, yeah. so if, or no, no, no. Sorry, not doubled, half. So sorry, you half five percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fifty-five percent growth for the year. Got it. But our our, fo our focus 
was not growth. Our focus was. No, no, I get that. I get that. Product. I'm yeah. not trying to say that number should be high. I just want to know what the number was. So, so you bought, if you're doing north of 400 grand a month today, you bought it back and maybe it was doing 300 grand ish, something like that. So you've driven, you've driven that growth. You're also refactoring the product. Um, where's most of the growth come from those new customers or upselling the historical customer base? So our, our, uh, customers typically our good customers will typically grow internally at 20%. Year so over there's year. negative churn on, yeah. So the, a, a good franchise system will grow at 20%. Uh, what's the churn year. under that? If they're growing 20%, what's that same cohort well, it's, shrinking? It's, it's, it's negative churn. So our customers this year had negative churn. Well, yeah, but give me gross. Before you add back expansion, what's gross churn on that cohort? Uh, though there is no churn. That, that's what I'm telling you. So yeah, we no, call no, it no, negative churn. You, yeah, yeah, I know. But in order to get to net negative churn, you have two components of that. You have your gross churn. Then you add back your expansion and then you get net negative. That's how you get to net negative churn. So you, what you're telling, what I I'm hearing. You, no, I, I, I don't know that number. Sorry. So you, just much. to be clear, you have no customers. You've had no locations go out of business oh. over the past 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was focused so there on. Is, yeah, yeah. There is. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't know that number. Yeah. Okay. I'm you don't sorry, know what it is. Okay. Yeah. All, all you know is that when you take your churn and you add back your expansion, your net revenue retention is north of 100%, which is also code for you have net negative revenue churn. Yeah, actually, I can give it. So here's here's the number. So the uh, when we took the company back, churn was at about 7%. And I think now we're sitting at about 3.2%. Monthly or annually? Yeah, monthly. Okay, 3.2% monthly churn. Now, now if you have 3.2% monthly churn though, right? And so you multiply that by by 12 to get the annual number, right? That puts you at 36% annual churn. If you only have 20% expansion, that means you still have- No, net- no, that, that was a 20% expansion just on those customers. They're growing. We're adding our own customers as well. Well, no, no, no. But when you're doing cohort analysis, you don't look at new customer ads. You look at the historical cohort that signed up a year ago. So if that cohort is churning 3.2% monthly- that's 38% yeah, so, churn annually on 20% expansion. You still have 18% churn there net. Yeah. I, 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 I honestly, I don't know the numbers that you're that in terms of the, the, the final number with churn. What's the expansion um, mean though? Uh, what, what, so when you say 20%, help me understand what you mean by that. So our larger franchise customers will add 20% internally. They will add 20% new customers to their franchise locations exactly yeah yes but but so that was but that's that's specific to that that's just some of your big outliers that's the story that's not representative of any kind of cohort that's just some customers that's what happens exactly okay got it yes yeah and that so that's for us that's why we're focusing i mean a big part of the focus is on the larger franchise systems moving forward because you do have the neg we, we call it negative churn on that cohort if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, just the question there is then just where are you splitting up the cohorts that could be, you know, cause you can't have 3.2% monthly churn only expanding at 2% per month and have net negative churn. You'd still have one or 2% churn there. So what I'm hearing you say is you're doubling down on enterprise. Those guys, if you only look at that cohort are not churning 3.2% per month. In fact, they're exactly. expand. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Very good. Exactly. What's it costing you to land one of these new customers that ends up paying you caught a hundred or 200 bucks a location. Uh, you know, when we, so, I mean, I'll, I'll give you something interesting. When we first started the business, uh, going, so when we started back in uh, 2015, we sold both the small business at that time, directly small business. And we sold two <coughs> franchises, mm. uh, 
when I mean, when we started selling into small business, our customer acquisition costs at that time, I think was about $1,200. Then we, or, uh, we started looking at the data and the more we looked at the data, the churn was high on the small business guys because they would come on, they would of drop course. off. And then the big part of the reason we're focused on franchise is when we kind of dug into it, what we found is any customer that had more than three employees did more than $350,000 a year, had more than one location or had to manage inventory, they didn't churn as much. So we were able to take that and drive the CAC. I think it was from, I'm just remember what, $1,200 down to around, it was in the low 300s. Per location to get a new new location. Yeah, exactly. So payback payback period is like two, three months. Yeah, at that time. This year, there's been not a lot of focus on sales. There's not been, we just literally hired a marketing person. Uh, we're just starting to turning our, our sales on right now that we're happy with where our product is. And you and your uh, partner, are, to be clear, are the only ones on the cap table. There's no investors. No, we have investors. Oh, you, wh- why did you go out and raise more? So you raised an additional 9.8 after you bought it back? No, 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 no. We, we, we haven't raised a lot at all. No. So we, oh. we've brought in new investors. They're good investors. So I see. you're looking, yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, Bruce's, he just built Canopy's, been at it, I think, five years. Yeah, no, it's a great, great company. Yeah. I know that company. Yeah. So, so how yeah, much yeah. have you so, raised over the past 12 months? Uh, we've raised 1.2. Okay. And what, I mean, so why do that? You have wealth, he has wealth. Why even deal with it at all? It bit you in the butt uh, already. No, the, the, they're strategic investors. They're going to pay off down oh, the I road. I see. I see. They're, yeah. they're marketing, they're actually, they could be marketing partners or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They're very, very much value add. So we have a longer term. Yeah. Would yeah. you ever, Steve, would you ever consider venture debt? No, no, I would never. No, I, I, I I'm not, I, I mean, we've had VCs approach us, uh, again, we've had, uh, so, you know, we've had term sheets presented to us and, uh, I just, they're good people. They're, I, you know, Steve, sorry, well I'm not, intended. I'm not asking about VC. I'm talking about venture, venture debt as the op. People use venture debt when they don't want to yeah. use VC because people don't yeah. come on your cap table. Yeah, no, I'm, we're, right now, we're not looking for any venture debt, and it's I, I don't know I don't think it's something that we would consider. Okay, do you know how venture uh, debt works? Well, I mean, you would go out and you would raise the money. I'm assuming from um, from a uh, from um, from who? Yeah. So, so the reason I'm asking is, anytime someone tells me a horror story with VC, yeah, I, I ask them, well, what other options do you look at in the future for funding your company? Which uh, there are a lot of. Okay. One of them that a lot of people are turning to is venture debt. So when I said venture debt, you immediately said no. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Maybe he doesn't know yeah, what they, venture debt yeah, means. Yeah, so, so, okay. so I thought it had something to do with venture capital. No, no, no. It's, it's actually the total. So no, in other words, you don't have to answer to anybody if you raise venture debt. No one's on your cap table. In other words, they can't put a team member in that you hate, right? That that you yeah. didn't leave the company because of. So that's what I'm asking is when you raise the 1.2 million, now you're in bed with VCs. Yeah, they're strategic. They're strategic investors. But did you ever consider non-dilutive low touch venture debt kind of model or no, you didn't look at it. We haven't yet. Okay. No. I see. All right. Very yeah. good. Let's, uh, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? E-Myth. Num- number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? I like Richard Branson. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company besides your own? For what? Sorry. Building your company. Uh, you know what? I think, uh, Square's done a really good job. They're kind of a competitor, but they've done a really good job. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Five, six. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Uh, married, 30 years. 
congratulations. And, uh, That's great. Had five kids. We have four now, but yeah, five kids, three dogs. That's good. Wow. You got a full house. All right. And, <laughs> and how old are you, Steve? Uh, 50. 50. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, you know, just how important not giving up is. Yep. Guys, yeah, don't give, you don't give up. Don't give up. Come from the guy that left a company with 9.8 million bucks behind it and then said, okay, fine. You know, it didn't work with your new CEO. Let me buy it back now on on, on discount and now growing it with his, it sounds like friend and partner. Uh, a company is called, again, Better Software, really software to help you run your franchise more effectively. Steve has been in the business for decades, built the software for himself to start. Now 4,000 locations using him, paying 100 bucks a month, north of 400 grand per month in revenue, up about 50% year over year from 300 grand a month just about a year ago when he bought the company back. 1.2 million raised. And in terms of churn and economics, 3.2 monthly churn expansion on the bigger cohorts about 20% year over year CAC uh, spending about 300 bucks to get a new location so three month payback period as they look to scale Steve thanks for taking us to the top awesome great job thanks Nathan